Bluff State NIL is an official partner of Coaching for Literacy, a nonprofit organization using the power of sports to impact childhood literacy. You can read more about them at coachingforliteracy.org or follow them on social media at Coaching for Literacy. Your donations to Bluff City are 100% tax deductible because of our partnership together. So we thank you for supporting Memphis Tiger student athletes and helping promote the monumental cause in childhood literacy. Welcome to Tigers Untapped, a Bluff City Media podcast. Stepping up to the microphones are your hosts, Trey Lasley and TJ Willis. Pull up your chair, grab your favorite brew, and enjoy the conversation. Now, let's get to the show. TJ, we're back. Episode 27 on deck. Tell the fine people what we're sipping on this eve. Whoa. 7.7%. 7.7%. I just saw I that. Just uh, this is meddlesome. Nuance is dead. I understand this is backwards. People have told me my camera is backwards. I've tried everything under the sun to flip it. It's just going to be backwards. I'm sorry. I see it clear as day. Trey, mine and Trey's screen look the exact same to me, except I'm more handsome. But the nuance is dead as clear as day to me. So. I just shook mine up. I think you so got you luck. got some setting on your uh, your laptop that's messing up. I don't know. Wow, is this the uh, highest alk content we've had so far? Probably seven seven is pretty high. That is up there. This is nice and ice cold. Go ahead and throw on the the Federal Express koozie to keep it extra cold so it doesn't get warm mm. all right tj you're what two weeks into father of two you got you got a boy and yep. a girl the people want to know what's harder changing a boy diaper or a girl diaper without question a girl diaper I without question that's, i didn't think all i know is girl diapers i didn't i didn't know where that was going to go then you should know it's much harder oh i know you got all kinds of nooks and crannies. Uh, you have nooks and crannies with the boy as well. It's it just a little bit different. But a uh, girl's diaper is it's nightmare, and she's a a pooping machine. She's gonna look takes back after, on this. Takes after her dad. Yeah, like it father, is like daughter. It is wild. We go through like seriously, I'd say forty diapers in a week, easy. Wow, easily. Hey, good gut health. That's good. She's regular. Good girl. We're not wearing the same shirt, by the way. I just want to clarify. It does. It's, it's very similar shirt. in color. Mine is, I don't know. Super soft. That. It's kind of like a Grizz Tigers Titans combined logo. I think I got this yeah. at the Germantown Festival like 10 years ago. Okay. It's cool. It's pretty nice. Uh, TJ, it is. this is the worst time of the year. Middle of May, yeah. it's just it's dead out there for Tiger Athletics. <laughs> Get it? Because it's the dead period. But it really is dead. I mean, there's nothing going on. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, I I would say it's definitely a, a big down period. Like you have you have baseball kind of going on. There's there's basketball recruiting. There is uh, a little bit of turnover with recruiting. It's stuff. the dead period teach until I know Friday. Or Sunday. Is it the it's Sunday? Sunday. That's Sunday, right? You can't do anything. Yeah, yeah, Sunday. It's just real boring right now. I tweeted something about it earlier with like a tumbleweed kind of just blowing across the field. That's Nothing goes like on. in the middle of nowhere. No man's land. Um, former Tiger commit Tyler Johnson committed somewhere today, though. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. The uh, Louisville Cardinals picked up a point guard in Tyler. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, I think, heard the same thing with Tyler. Like, will he be eligible? Is it is it a great thing? Not a great thing, excuse me. Uh, Let's be honest. It's easier to get into Louisville than to Memphis. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, I, you know, 
I no, I just like kind of crap it on Louisville. Um, it's not not a grade issue, but um, a, a credit issue. We'll say it that way. That was the the longest tenured rumor was Tyler did not have the credits to get in. You were likely going to see him hit the prep route. There's rumblings elsewhere about some other things involved. Know. I think regardless, it doesn't actually matter because Mikey and Tyler, assuming Mikey comes, never would have worked. They are too similar in terms of needing the ball in their hand to be any type of beneficial. And you weren't, it wasn't a situation where it was Alo and uh, and Tyler, right? It, it wasn't, you're going to run out these two young point guards and those are your only option. It was never going to be that because you knew you were going to have some type of, of lead guard Caleb Mills are gonna bring somebody in something like that. Uh they never plan to just run with those Jaylen two young, young guys. Jalen Young, exactly. That's how you plan your uh your transfer portal around. So it was never gonna work. Long story short. Long story short, Teach says it never would have worked. Um we're still a month out from finding out about Mikey. We still have what feels like five open scholarships. And I don't know what's going to happen. But there's been a little bit of rumblings about some things in the works behind the scenes. Obviously, you still, we talked about, feel like you need a point guard. You still need a big man. There's a little bit of rumblings that maybe Ernest Uday's having some difficulties getting into Duke, who we thought was the, thought was the favorite. So maybe... Maybe Penny tries to reach back out there. I'll tell you this. The hiring of Rick Stansberry, I this was just me. This was not anything I heard. This was just an expectation that I had. I thought that that meant that uh, Sharp was going to come and be our center. Are you? Did you have any sort of expectation with Rick being hired that we would have seen a, a Rick steal of a player by this point? Maybe not the expectation, but the idea and maybe um, the possibility of it happening. Absolutely. I I thought we were going to get some benefit from Rick already. You know, it it may not have been with um, Sharp, but necessarily. I mean, there's a couple of guys they had. Darius Miles is another one I thought that maybe you had a shot at. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at a list of five different dudes. Davion McKnight is the one that everyone kind of thought, like, oh, the Tigers need a point guard. McKnight kind of committed to Xavier, but, like, he's already got this relationship with Rick. Like, you know, yeah. Rick landing somewhere, maybe that could get, maybe that could change some things, but we haven't heard anything on that. And um, You're going to be able to steal interesting. one from Sean Miller, though? Uh, maybe not Sean. I think, uh, Sean does his due, due diligence, you know, Sean, Sean drops bags, you know, he does, he does, but there's some familiarity there and you know, you're going to get handed the reins. Like, I don't know if you get that at Xavier. I, I don't follow Xavier enough, but, um, I don't know. It's interesting. I expected at least one of these guys, even as a roster filler, you know, you talked about potentially five scholarships yeah. open. Yeah. That kind of guy. Yeah, that, that kind of depends where you're at with Mikey and JJ. You still have three spots left, so not even one of those guys landed there. I just it seems weird to me personally. But uh, bigger fish, maybe, maybe that's going with more talented roster, perhaps. We'll see. There's one bigger high school fish that's out there still uncommitted. Although, is he being held hostage by Texas, Ron Holland? I don't. They're I don't not know. letting. They're not releasing him out of his his letter of intent, right? Not the latest. Mm. They hadn't released him yet. It's not a good look when schools do that. Yeah, I don't know how long you can get away with doing that, right? I think they're trying to to find some evidence of you know old tampering, tamp, tamp, tampering. Um, but it's like everybody's tampering. We've spent a lot of time. It's a transfer portal error, right? Like you want proven collegiate guys. Would you take Ron as a freshman? Would I take Ron Holland? Yeah, I'd take Ron Holland. Yeah, I, I, I think, think so too. I mean, that's an immediate you, impact. He's what? 
247 has him as, I think, the number one overall recruit. ESPN's got him two, I think. Rivals maybe the fifth, but like he's he's an he's an immediate come out like starting every game. Super athletic, vert out the gym, can dunk on people quick. It's got speed, handles the ball well, can shoot it. So mm-hmm. I think has the potential to be like an elite level defender. So like, I mean, he's just like an all around baller. I say you do it. Even yeah, if that I mean, means I, dropping Mikey. Because what Ron, let's see. What do you think his NIL, uh, you know, on three does that NIL like valuation? What do you think Ron Hollins is? I hate I hate that so much because it, it inflates everything. Um I'm gonna say it's something stupid. Um I'm gonna say 250k. That's pretty dumb for a high school kill. That's what you're calling inflated. <laughs> Deej, it's 558. Uh, either or, either either or. That's so dumb. You spend it. You spend 558 on Ron. Me no. If Jaden Bradley was asking for 400, you spend him 558 on Ron. I would. I'm not spending that on either. No. I can't tell you that Jaden Bradley is going to be that much more than than... Trump. Hey, just adding him. We love the, we're big. We've talked about it. Big sausage maker guys. Just adding Ron to this roster. We're by the way, week by week, every time we look at this, we're heading the wrong direction. We're 57th currently. The first time we did this, like, Six weeks ago, we were like 40, 38 or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, low 40s, high high 30s. Uh, just adding Ron alone takes you up to 30th. I mean, you're talking 27 spots different. My buddy Jonathan sent me one. It's obviously this isn't going to work. There were some rumblings last week of DeAndre potentially filing for waiver to have another year. I don't know how that all works. I know he only played four years, but he was enrolled on athletic scholarship for one year at Evansville, but didn't play. So I don't know. He played in Portsmouth. He doesn't have any eligibility left, but they were rumbling. So Jonathan sent me a sausage maker of, I think it was Caleb Love, Ron, and DeAndre. Made us a top 10 team. Hmm. So I took that. Since we've heard some rumblings of Ernest Uday not potentially being able to get into Duke, I added Caleb Love, who I know you're not a big fan of. Caleb, Ron, and Ernest. And you know what it took us to? 16th. 57th. Wow. Teach, great guess. 15th. Top mm-hmm. 15. Sign me up. Lock it in. Yeah, sign you up. I'm sure you'd like that. You can't have to talk to me about this Caleb Love thing. No, I want nothing to do with Caleb Love, dude. Oh my! No, nothing to do with. I. This is another thing, and I said it with Jaden Bradley. TJ doesn't want to Caleb. This were his TJ's own words. Two Caleb's (laughs) that can't shoot. Caleb's can't be shooters. Is it wrong? Did I say anything statistically wrong? Look, I can't tell you that adding Jalen Young is. Literally any more or less hurtful than adding Caleb Love. I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't measure the difference there. Look, this dude, Caleb, I don't want to crap on Caleb Love, but he takes 40 shots a game and he's 30%. That's fine. Caleb Mills, I'm okay with. Has shown that he can shoot. So your two Caleb's can't shoot is inaccurate. Maybe one. Mm hmm. And what did he shoot last year? Caleb Love shot 36% from three two years ago. What did he shoot capable. from the floor? He just had an off. What did he shoot 37? from the floor? That's awful. 37. Awful. You want I'm that? Just saying. On how many shots? 37% on how many shots? Again, 15? I don't have that breakdown in front of me. Dude just takes shot after shot after shot, and he 37 is terrible. I don't want that. I want nothing to do with that. I'll you don't have any trust in Penny to... oh, No, I, I do. You don't have That's any the trust problem is I do. I do trust Penny. Okay, he shot 37% on 14, 14 shots a night. 
Right. Shot 36%. This was two years ago, not last year. Shot 36% from three on almost seven attempts a night. That's not terrible, dude. Mm. I'm all He's played out in that one. Whatever. Stop it. You can find any scrub Fine. of double. Well, I know TJ's on that roster. TJ's, TJ's wanting to put all of his eggs in a basket that may not even it may already be full. There may be no eggs to put in there. Well, why don't you go ahead and mm-hmm. tell the people who it is that you're which I would be all for. I'm just saying it's not as of right now, it's not possible. Hey, some things got to happen. I'm just Throw saying, if you, if you if you're wanting to invest your money somewhere, why not the NCAA leader in assists, the number 19 all time in assist, Yuri Collins? Why not Yuri Collins? I, he is he's in the draft right now. And he is he's a smaller guard. I don't know. If he gets drafted, that's kind of where you're at, right? If he's going to get a promise, is he thinking about coming back? I think you definitely reach out, maybe say something. Hey, man, you want to come lead the reins here? You're going to have to give him a lot because he could probably get a two-way and you got to be able to beat out that two-way deal. But uh, hear me I don't out. I know what what's a two-way deal go for these days. Oh, like I think it maxes like 900. Would you rather give five fifty to Ron Holland or five fifty to Yuri Collins? Um, I'm trying to weigh the odds, the, the the difference there. I think college basketball is so dependent on a really good guard that I think having Yuri takes you further than having having Ron. What if you had a Millie and you gave both of them five and you just stuck with what you have at the five right now? You you gave both of them 500. That's fine. And you stick with We just went a whole year with, yeah, you just went a whole year with an undersized five and you did okay. Obviously, that wouldn't happen because you still have scholarships to fill out, but interesting. I mean, I would be all for Yuri Collins. Talk about a true point guard. What do you average 11 and a half and 10? That's wild. Yeah, 11 and 10 last year. That's so stupid. That is wild. Shooting 47% from the floor. Meanwhile, you're over here settling for 37 from the floor. Whatever. Excuse me, 44 from the floor. At this point, just give me somebody. I need somebody. Do you, though? Yeah, I don't like where we're sitting right now. Give me some action. Completely hypothetical, right? Hear me out. I, I understand it's completely hypothetical. It, it's at worst five five scholarships. At best, three scholarships you still have to fill. Who are your starters today? Let's say they just add out. Just <sighs> I don't like bombs, this game. Just random guys. Who are you starting today? Are we assuming that Mikey and JJ are coming since it's today? I will let you play that however you want to. Gosh. Um, if Mikey's coming, Mikey and Caleb Mills, who do I want to start or who do I think would start? I don't know the difference really. Cause that's different because, well, I'm just going to be honest. I wouldn't want Jaden to start, but I could see Penny starting Jaden. So that this is an important Question, TJ, is it who I want to start, who I think will start? Who you think will start? No, I don't. I dislike that even more. Um, okay. I think it would be Mikey, <laughs> Caleb. It's a real, it's a toss up between Leonard and Hardaway. It's not a toss up. Stop. I, in my mind, it is. I'm just saying. No, Leonard would start. One hundred percent, Leonard gets the start there. Okay, and then Jordan and Chandler. What does that team take you? Where? How far do you get? How many wins? I mean, you might, you might get home court in the first round of the NIT. I don't so know. So you say eighteen? I mean, wins we got you- we got three open scholarships. You told me we we're just adding some random dudes, like. Yeah, no, I mean, Alexis, yeah, no. Well, you'll add him. 
Um, is he still? He's still out there. He's still out. Is still available. Somehow, somehow. And I wouldn't hate adding yet. Just give me. I'm saying, DJ, give me anybody at this point. Just give me somebody. I just need some action. Cartier Gordon. You want him? Scrub a dub dub. I can't. I'm not saying add a scrub. But regard. Okay, whatever. You get it. Nit is what you what you'd say. We're at right now. This is an NIT roster. Let me maybe. flip it back on you. Who are you? Who are the starters today? This is such. This I, is I don't think pointless. you can change anything you said. I mean, I think it would be. Assuming Mikey comes, it would be Mike. <laughs> I know that pains you so much. It does pain me. Actually, I don't even know if it would be Mikey. I think I'd rather start Jalen Young. But I just don't think that Mikey comes here and doesn't start. I don't see how that's possible. To be honest. I will say to be different. I will say Jalen. Are we not Young, giving Ashton Hardaway Caleb enough credit? Uh, I think Ashton unfortunately plays a position that he is maybe not physically mature enough to play at yet. If that makes sense. Wow. I. I mean, what are you talking about? It's a kid. Like I, I Nick Nick Jordan's been there, right? He, he's sure. played those minutes. I just, it's hard for me to. So you put Nash, you're putting Ashton at the four? Yeah, I think he is a four. Would you not? Three, four. You think he's a three? I mean, yeah, I think you'd play either. They're very similar, I think, in size. I Jordan think there's, and, uh, from what I've seen, very little. I think there's some concerns defensively from Ashton. To your point, Development wise, like maturity and getting, I don't know. I, I don't think he has a lateral quickness quite yet to be effective defensively, especially like yeah. on the wing. I guess in that instance, Sharon Font, I, I think, is someone I would rather want out there over Ashton just because, like, I've seen more of him and he looks. There's like a lot a of people man. who are, Sharon Font's like the most. They're most looking forward to Carl yeah. of this whole class, which for I sure. can see for sure. I get that. Yeah. He's pretty physically seems <laughs> physically there. Yeah. I mean, com- relatively to the rest of the class. Yeah. I honestly hope that not a single freshman plays. <laughs> Unless he's like Ron blowing Holland somebody made? out. You wouldn't want Ron out there? I would want Ron out there. And here's the problem with Ron. Is he gives me precious vibes, and that hurts me to say. Stop. What is that's not you say that as if it's bad. It's not great, but I mean, like. Get out of here. Guys, TJ, (laughs) at one point in our lives, tried to tell me and multiple other of our friends that Precious Achua was not good at basketball. That's a stretch. If you guys are in the Discord, this no, no, no. Jonathan, we know that you're listening. Please confirm this in the comments. If you're in the Discord, it's similar to his Ja RJ take. There's multiple of these style, these types of TJ takes. He's got a a Luca take that falls in there as well. No, I think you guys misunderstood the Luca take more than anything. Anyway, the the precious thing was I said he's more athlete than basketball player. I don't think he's that good at basketball. That's was the full think, statement. Yes. I think at the end of the day, that's what TJ meant, but that is not what TJ said. TJ said that is, that I can go back and find the show was not good at basketball. More athlete than basketball player. He I, well, couldn't it shoot, worked. he couldn't dribble. Whatever you want to call it, it worked. So again, for you to you say that with Ron professionals, gives you I can probably vibes, be all right. Sign me up right now. That's an American Conference freshman of the year. I think he was a first teamer. Was Precious not a first teamer all conference? Yeah, I think he was actually. Pretty sure he was. You're saying you're saying that as if it's a bad thing. 
No, yeah, I, I really just kind of wanted rid- to push your buttons. TJ, that's rid- that's ridiculous. I wanted to push your buttons. He does give me precious vibes. So, whatever you think of precious and being on a a, a team trying to make the tournament, we'll say that. You know, Jarris Walker was freshman of the year, and he's pretty dang good. Like exactly. Uh, He's like real, real good though. Definitely a first round pick, kind of good. TJ, he wasn't Prestige wasn't even just freshman of the year. He was player of the year in the American. Yeah, that's really good for an athletic kid who's not very good at basketball. I agree. See, there he goes. <laughs> oh, get out of here. All right. Um also basketball related. If you guys are familiar with College Basketball Report on Twitter, they released their top 50 head coaches in men's basketball today. And none other than our own, Anthony Penny Hardaway, made the list, TJ. 47th, but he's on there. You feel like that's a a fair rating for uh, Coach Hardaway to be 47th? Um, I'm trying to pull up the list. It's hard to rank that completely without knowing who's around him. Um, 47 only, sounds decent. Only two American it's, coaches on the list. Do you know who the other was? Old American or new American? Current. Current American. Not, okay, current as of July 1. So new American. Uh, Dusty is ahead of him. Yeah. 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 Which... He's 27th, which honestly, I'm just going to be honest, and I get it. He made a Final Four, but that feels seems high though, right? High to me for one run, like recency bias there. Realistically, I mean, they were a timeout call away from losing in the first round and made it to the Final Four. Like, is he really the 27th best coach in college basketball? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Seems high. I will take. I'll take Penny it in the top fifty. Yeah, I, I mean, if you rating. think about if you think about sixty four teams in the tournament, like you're one of the top sixty four teams. Like, yeah, I think that's he definitely checks that box. Um, in comparison to others, I know that there was a Jawan Howard mentioning because I kind of briefly saw this list earlier, and I kind of hate that Jawan yep. is so high up there. Um, yeah, he was twenty ninth, top thirty. Yeah, it just seems a little high, but it's just like the Dusty May thing. Like, who is Dusty May outside of this team? Because, like, half his team just said, like, hey, we're going to test the waters, and they came back. And then, like, next year they should probably be pretty good, right? But after that, yeah. like, what what are they going to be? Is Dusty May even going to be there? It's a lot of questions. But um, who is the other AAC team? That was it. It's just, uh, it was just Penny and... and- just two, oh, Penny okay. and Dusty. I, I thought you were saying two higher than Penny. I was no, 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 no. just two total on the whole list. Uh, okay, I'll take top fifty. I think that's respectable. Who's around him though? Um, right behind him is Chris Collins at Northwestern, Dennis Gates at Missouri, and Todd Golden at Florida. Just ahead of him is Mike Woodson at Indiana, Chris Jans at State, and Kevin Willard oh. at uh, Maryland. Porter Moser, uh, Hubert Davis, a couple spots ahead. John Shire at 39 feels a little, I mean, what, year one, and you're putting him 39th? I don't know if that's whatever. They made a pretty good run, though, and they didn't lose anyone to the portal. Yeah. Leonard Hamilton at 35th. You need to chill out with that one. Uh. Rick Barnes at 21. Tony Bennett at seven. You got to chill out on that one. He's been such yeah, a disappointment since that gonna, championship. Yeah, Lawrence Dockery's going to flip out about that. You know who just, did you see who number one was? Mark Few? Nope. How are you going to put a non title winner as number one? Bill Self. Mark oh, Few is two, which I honestly seems didn't even high think about given. Him. Mark Few's ahead of Kev- Kelvin, Scott Drew, Tom Izzo, John. Like, I think those guys are ahead of Mark Few. 
Well, Mark Few wins a ton right. of games. That's the thing. Yeah. Look at the look at the, the total West win. Coast Conference. Well, I mean, who cares? That's fine. It's com- okay. Look at conference or uh, uh, dude doesn't have a title. How you, how is he look, second? Look best? at wins. I mean, look at wins in the tournament over the last however long he's been there. Sure, I guess, but still, I feel like Izzo should be higher than him. Could argue oh, Scott. That's fair. Drew. That's fair. I know. I know people are super high on Few. That's kind of the only reason I went with him, though. I mean, he's a great coach. Let's not. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he's not a great coach. He's just too felt high. Um, but no. Shout outs to Penn. I mean, that's respect. He's getting. I feel like a lot of times he doesn't, uh, especially like on Twitter and different platforms. I feel like he gets uh, shat on quite a bit, and people try to act like he's just like some AAU roll the ball out there coach and yeah it's nice to see him on a list with respect guys names. like that right yeah like in the same and you said uh, Chris Jam was right there with him so shout out yeah I mean I think you uh let me look at it just two spots ahead of him yeah that's so a damn good basketball coach Uh, all right, T, just jump to a little bit of football. We've had not a ton of action. Mm. Obviously, team uh, in summer workouts, semester wrapping up, but we did get two commits uh, recently. Obviously, last week we talked about um, the kicker situation and TJ. We got a kicker commit. It was like the staff knew, Seth Morgan. Uh, I think he's – was he a junior this past? He's played three years of ball from uh, yeah. Sam Houston State. Look, I I feel good about this kid. I mean, we already talked about uh, was it Vander? Uh, help me here, Christian Vandenberg. Vandenberg, and then you add Seth Morgan, who's I mean, he's played three years, played in a total of thirty games almost. He's uh, made nearly 75% of his field goals. He's 35 of 47 uh, on field goals. He's made 113 PATs. Had a long last year of 52, a long the year prior of 50, and then a long of 45 as a freshman. And in 47 attempts, he's only had one field goal blocked. Wow. So he's, he's kicked quite a few uh quite a few footballs and has the leg strength he's not a huge guy we were talking about this right before we started uh 511 160 feels a little bit like Jake Elliottish kind of a smaller guy but seems to have the leg i mean that's something i feel like we've missed the last couple of years was you know you were kind of limited in that 40 to 40 47 48 was like your Max, it felt like the Max, last couple yeah. of years. You just didn't have a whole lot of uh, range. So to have a guy that's hit 52, 50 plus, you know, in a game, that gives you a little bit more of uh, an opportunity to get some points on the board. Uh, but feel a whole lot better about the kicking situation than, I mean, literally a week ago. No, with, without question. I and mean, we talked about it. They were going to bring a second kicker on. Like, you knew there was always going to be that situation because they honestly only had one kicker on the roster. And that's not like a, uh, an exaggeration. Like there was legitimately just one kicker who had attempted, I think it was like sub 10 field goals uh, in his career. And yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's plenty capable, right? I think it's going to pan out exactly how you imagine Morgan will win the starting place kicking job. Vandenberg will be the, the, the kickoff guy, the kickoff specialist. Hopefully he's putting every one of them out of the backfield because I am backfield at the back of the end zone because I'm tired, tired of getting penalties on the kickoff from things going out of bounds. Seems like it's going to write itself out, right? Yeah. No, I I feel a whole lot better about uh, just kicking in general. Um, But we also got another – Literally big. I mean, great size. Hashtag beef. Uh, pick up today in Kiviante. Kiviante. Spears. Uh, former defensive lineman from Louisiana Tech. 6'4", 300. Although, 
If you saw the picture today of his commitment, he does not look that big, but it may be the black uni. And black can be a little bit slimming. Quite slimming. Um, but not, I mean, he's a former three-star from Baton Rouge. Uh, played a handful of games last year uh, for Louisiana Tech. Ended up the season mm-hmm. with 10 total tackles, three solos, seven assists. Um Played a lot the second half of the year, end of October, into November. Um, but not a, not a position group I was expecting to add somebody in. Is that a – you think that's a sign of maybe somebody hitting the portal coming up here? It kind of feels like it's potentially or kind of what that's alluding they're just, to. They're, they're just adding some depth maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It, I don't know it, what it definitely – it could definitely be the, the the depth aspect of things. You lost James Quinley, who was a redshirt freshman D tackle. You bring in a guy who has three years. They kind of offset each other there. Um, if you think about what they recently brought in, it's been a lot of upperclassmen on the D line: uh, Jalen Joyner or Darius Jones, uh, Trench Baby, Trench Baby. Um, who am I forgetting? Josh Ellison. Like these are upperclassmen D linemen. So they don't have a ton of guys on that lower end of things, kind of uh, offsetting away from freshmen, offsetting the juniors and kind of meeting in the middle type of situation. So it makes perfect sense. Uh, he's definitely a guy that's going to come in and kind of help clog up the middle once uh, some of those leaders and the, uh, the older guys head out. So it's a good addition. I hopefully it doesn't mean anyone else is leaving on the D line. Cause I feel really good about the defensive line. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's just some depth. Hopefully it, it, he doesn't feel like somebody that's going to come in and see the field right away or take a starting job, but just added depth. Mm-hmm. Right. And somebody that's got three years, yeah. like you said, um, mentioned former three-star saw this. Cincinnati just offered him the mm-hmm. other day. Um, so kind of nice that uh, you were able to able to kind of steal one from the Bearcats as they move over to the Big 12, I guess. Stealing power five uh, kids. Yeah. If he's Big, tw- Big 12 good, he's American good, right? Seems like it counts, right? I think so. Um, all right, Teach. Other than that, not a whole lot of football going on. We'll be ramping up here as the summer continues to go on. But you know what is in the heat of their season? Shout out to the Memphis baseball team, TJ. Especially after yeah. that uh, Chotch, Chotch Bag Tulane reporter tweeted about us being a substandard program. And then we run rule those fools twice. They got the series win over the green wave this weekend. Ended up 28 and 26 on the year. I think that's their most wins in the regular season since 2017. Had a couple of all-conference guys on the roster this year, too. Got some all-conference awards. Um, Dalton Fowler was named the AAC Pitcher of the Year. How about that? We had the pitcher of the year on the Tigers. Hey, local kid, by the way. Went to Arlington. Shout out nice Arlington. This was so frustrating and not to like rag on rock, but like Memphis has had such talent at baseball. Oh, you got all yeah, the local high schools and the they place. just went left and right, left and right, left and right. Never coming to yeah. Memphis. Yeah. No, there is uh there's all kinds of talent in the air. But yeah, no. So shout out to Dalton Fowler, unanimous first team selection. Also had Dalton mm-hmm. Kendrick, left-handed pitcher, was on the first team all conference. Uh Logan Kohler, second team selection, and then RJ Jimerson and Luke Ellis uh mm-hmm. got selected to the all freshman team. So it seems like that program's heading in the right direction. They're uh this episode, I think, will come out Wednesday. So by the time you guys are listening to this, they'll have played their first American Conference game. They ended up being the sixth seed in the conference. So that's out of eight um, with the win. I think they tied Cincinnati. It was split 6-5, but with Cincy, I think, taking the series in the regular season, they got the fifth seed. Got so 
They'll take on uh, Wichita State, the three seed, tomorrow. Uh, but by the time this comes out, we'll have a result with that. So hopefully, uh, I don't know, ho hopefully Dalton Fowler gets out there as our ace and they can uh, take the first game from the, the Shockers in the uh, American Athletic Conference Tournament. Yeah, boy. It's good. It's always good to see your young guys making the freshman team because it just kind of shows that uh, KJ is doing it excited, the old fashioned way. Yeah, you're, yeah, you've got guys building up the program from the bottom up. Like, how great is that? Oh, yeah. No, that's having two, two all freshman team members that gets you excited for what's to come for sure. So, uh, good luck to them. Um, TG, you got anything else? We didn't. We didn't hit on anything. We miss anything? I don't think so, man. I think we touched on it all. Well, let's jump into this beer, my boy. Nuance is dead. I have no clue what that means, by the way. Like, I mean, I don't know what it means, but like, in terms of beer, volume nine. Does that mean this is like? legitimately the ninth edition of this beer i know it's seasonal so they like counting this as you know it's come out nine different times they've made nine iterations of it it's very possible there's a couple of places to do that the uh corn you cornucopia or whatever comes out every year it's a little bit different hey, they're continuously changing it yep cool i'm trying to look this one up because i don't understand what they mean by I don't know. I like this, this can. one, but yeah, we can talk on the can. I don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah, me either. There's a. I mean, a obviously, tape. it's a it's a guy in a green suit with a head that is a cassette tape. Let's see, changing the yeast and hops from volume to volume allows us to create a mixtape of ingredients. And let us jam out new flavors and aroma profiles, killer hot combos, go. and cheesy cassette key cheesy cassette tape puns. So that explains why we have it's uh, a mixtape of flavors, baby. Love it. Makes sense. Now. That just that just took their can score up for me. Yeah, sometimes hey, we you gotta have go to on the site kind of and read about the beer more often. Yeah, I think it definitely helps out. Um, the can is still interesting to me. I think most Metalsome's cans are kind of kind of interesting. Yeah, they've got like a, a piece of artwork, and then the rest of it's just kind of, I don't know. I'm not going to put this can that high. I'm going to be honest. I get... I get the the tape cassette thing. I don't know why it's attached to this guy's body. I don't get that. I'm just gonna be honest here. Um, this is like a, a five point seven can for me. I don't know. I just didn't love it. Yeah, I mean it's definitely it's not the best can in the world. It's good though, and I like the mixtape thrown in there. But if you hadn't read that, I would have had no idea what the heck that meant. Um, what'd you say? Five seven? I feel like I look at five. It's volume nine. I'm gonna go five nine. Oh, that's fair. Same height as TJ. The, the beat I'm way taller than five nine. <laughs> oh, I had a lady this is a true story. I had a lady refer to me as tall earlier. So was it I my mom? Know. Because she said she saw you guys at Whole Foods. She or did see me. No, we were at Kroger's. She also, funny Kroger's. story. This is not, I'm not making this up. This literally happened because they came over earlier. She, she told me that she saw a guy standing next to her out of the corner of her eye. And she thought that it was one of those. She, this is her exact word. She thought it was one of those guys that was going to ask her for money. And it was TJ. <laughs> She parked right next to us. I was like, it was oh, in the parking lot. She didn't tell me that. Yeah, yeah. She literally I, pulled I up right in, next to us. 
I was imagining it being like in the aisle of I don't know. Were you guys at Kroger? <laughs> Where were y'all? Yeah, we were at Kroger. Uh yeah. When she said it, I thought it was one of those guys that was gonna be asking me for money and then it ended up being <laughs> you. I lost my mind. That was great. Well, I told Alicia, I was I like, think that oh, might might it might be time to cut your hair. If that's probably. a sign of anything. Probably. I walked I was like, Oh, it's Betty. And she's like, No, that looks like Betty. I'm like, No, literally that that is Trey's mom. Like I'm looking at her. That's Trey's mom. And so oh, I no, that Ryan looks like I, her. Yeah. <laughs> I walked over there and I was like, should I knock on her window? She's like, no, that may scare her. Or no, I, I said, should I knock on the window? And she's like, no, that may scare her. You should just walk up to the window and stare at her. And I'm like, what's that not going to scare the hell out of her? Like, just go press your face out. on the glass. Yeah. Oh, uh, we were so how'd you top. get her attention? I just stood there until she looked up. Oh, wow. I was holding Ryan. So she anyway. could see Ryan. Oh, yeah. You should have just Simba cammed it. And then she did uh, call her attention. No, I tried so uh, hard beers... to get Catherine on this Timba can cam two years ago. Just so disappointed. Anyway, uh, beer was very great. It was delicious. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It's um, a hazy IPA, didn't you say, so you know they said something about cutting the malts down or something. The maltiness wasn't. What did mm-hmm. it say? And I agree. It's not. There's not. You don't have that malty. You know. Mouth cup action stuff that we, um, about that we don't like changing the yeast and hops from volume to volume. So basically, they're just changing out the ingredients that we left and right and finding the best beer. Yeah, uh, no, I thought this was great. Mm-hmm. I probably would only drink two given that it's 7.7. 7. Um, I do not. <laughs> drink as many brews and alcoholic beverages as I once did. And so two of these would probably get me in a good spot. So I don't know that I could drink more than two, but I would drink. Should more that than hurt one the score sure. though? No, it's not hurting the score by any means. Okay. Just making sure. Um, yeah, here we go. Wheat notes, this base gives the beer a soft and velvet, velvety mouth feel and texture. And I agree, my mouth feels great. Ah, I'm this is pretty good, Teach. I'm yeah, I'm with you. Like a like an 8.1. Ooh, that's pretty close. I have it as an 8.3. Since it's a hazy wow. IPA, you know that's right down my road. I loved it. I didn't think, you know. You, you, it's got the on here. You can see these are all different types of hops that are used on there. And I think that a lot of people think they don't like hops, but it's really just the bitterness of beer that you typically don't like. And uh, I think this is an interesting one for people to try out. Remember when but we went to on your that point. brewery tour like 10 years ago and that dude with us ate a hop? Yeah, they, they told us to try it out and it was not good. They went out and handed a couple of them out. They were not good. Would not recommend it. Uh, good beer. Very good. good beer. People, folks over at Metalsome know what they're doing. Volume 9 is a hit. Can't wait for Volume 10. It's like a now music thing. I get it. What do you think now music is on? I mean, they got to be on. It's got to be now like 438. No, it's not that high. It's in the. I mean, 40s, come on. Probably. You ever fall asleep on the couch when you're in high school? You woke up at like two o'clock in the morning, and then now music commercial on. What's your Gosh. guess? I'm about to look it up. What now music is that? Yeah. Legitimately, I think it's got to be in the 200s. I'm going to say like now 231. I don't think it's that high. I would. Um... Now, one twenty-five. No way, it's higher than that. I have no clue. I don't even know how to look this up. Like as a Google, oh, you're, that's your I guess. One twenty-five. Yeah. I thought you were saying that's what the answer was. Oh uh, no, I have no clue what the guess is or the answer is. What do you um, mean? There's a now. That's what I call music.com. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. I'm on the wiki. Wiki it's has twenty fifth anniversary. At what? 114. 
That doesn't feel right. I don't know. It's what, it's what I well, got. Well, here's on, release on date Wiki. now. That's what I call music 86 on May the 5th of this year. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. How do we, how do we, by judge the way, there, there are a lot of editions of now. That's what I call music. Yeah. Here's the now problem. That's what I call that... country. Now that's what I call decade 2000. Exactly. Now that's what I call exactly. today's top hits. I mean, what are we talking about? How is now that's what I call music still around? Are people buying this? Who the hell's buying CDs? That's what I'm saying. Nothing, dude. If you're buying now, that's what I call music CDs. Let me know. I got questions. Uh, okay, here we go. So the U.S. has its own like renditions, and then there's Never different mind. for what different that? countries. Yeah, I see. Yeah, it. UK and Ireland, ongoing. South Africa, New Zealand, Australia, Canada, Denmark, Mexico all have their own. Now that's what I call it. Oh. Yeah, I see it now. Mm. Christmas edition. I'm on country I'm on DVD Wikipedia. series. Yeah, Wikipedia says 114, but I don't believe that. I I promise I woke up in the middle of the night and there was a now that's what I call music like 185 on. What year do you think now that's what I call music started? Well, I, I mean, it says 25th anniversary on their website. So right, well, if you want to do that math, no, wrong. 88? No, 25. Wow. <laughs> That's what, 88? yeah, I was there at <laughs> 98. Oh, TJ. See, I'm still thinking that 2000 was like, <laughs> gosh. No, Trey. So wow. the first one came out in 1983. For the U.S.? That's what, That's what it says. I don't know. I'm sorry. That's just what it says. That. Bill Collins to... with You Can't Hurry Love, number one. Yeah, that was the, the U.K. Album. and Ireland was the first. One to... Yes, see, 98 in the U.S. was the first one. The first one was 83, but that was the U.K. and Ireland. Ah, this is very confusing. That does not say that on my end. Oh, original U.K. album. Damn, you're right. Yeah, see, there you go. All right, that's we... all for our uh, Now That's What We yeah. Call Music history if you guys want to find out more tune in next week the dead period will be over and so we won't have to talk about now that's what i call music hopefully so come with the cold beer stay with hot takes peace if you enjoyed this episode of tigers untapped leave a rating and a review wherever you download your podcasts like and subscribe at bluff city media's youtube page head over to www.bluffcitymedia.co for comprehensive coverage of memphis sports